Are you looking to learn the beautiful modality of Reiki? Paula Vale, Reiki master and radio host on KKNW, will be coming to Seattle to share with others how life-changing Reiki is. Her two-day level one class will be held at the East West Bookstore. For information, go to wellnessinspired.com. Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neuro Training offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com. Welcome to another episode of Finding Your Joy. I am just so thrilled today to share with you an amazing man. I read his book and I just fell in love with it. Oh my gosh, it made me think about so many things and and it was so fantastic. I want to share with everyone today Brent Michael Phillips. And he is a former skeptic engineer turned healer, and he offers a, a faster path to healing and higher consciousness using theta brainwaves. And everything that, that you talked about in your book was so fantastic. And I love your story, your history. So Brent, first off, I want to welcome you to the show. Oh, I'm excited to be here, Paula. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored. I would love to have you share with everyone a bit of your history and what brought you to what you're doing today. Sure, be happy to. Uh, first thing I want everyone to know that I am perhaps the world's most unlikely healer because <laughs> I never thought I'd do anything like this. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> because if you know me, especially if you knew me years ago, I'm just a, kind of your typical computer geek. And uh, I got into this sort of by accident uh, because uh, uh, really the first passion of my life was the internet. Because when I got to college at MIT, I discovered the internet and I was like, oh, wow. And of course that sounds funny today, but back in the eighties, no one had ever heard of the internet. And I, I thought, wow, this worldwide computer network, this can really change our world. Yeah. And it has. And so long story short, I made that the focus of my studies. Uh, I went on to graduate school, got my master's degree, and I was working on my PhD as part of the World Wide Web Consortium at MIT and was involved in a lot of cool stuff in 1994. It was my group that sent the first ever live video over the web. So we were doing some amazing things. And that's when the internet boom hit. Oh. And I figured, well, heck, you know, this is my gold rush, right? Yes. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I left MIT, I moved to California. I recruited my lifelong best friend to start an internet company. And I figured, well, heck, you know, I'll work really hard for a couple of years and then we'll sell this company for millions of dollars. And, uh, you know, do, do, you, do you know what they say is the best way to make God laugh? What? What? Just, just tell them your plans. <laughs> so in 
So it was a good plan. And things got off to a pretty good start the, the first year. Uh, we had a lot of success at first. I did the very first website for Nissan Motors. I did the first website for Disneyland. I did the first website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation in the summer of 1995. Wow. So things were really going well at first. But there was a dirty little secret, which was that I was bootstrapping not one but two internet startup companies right at the beginning of the internet boom. And so I was basically chained to my desk 100 hours a week. And it was a labor of love. I, so I wanted to be successful so badly, I was willing to do anything. I was willing to work hard, push through the pain, skip all my weekends and holidays, you know, because I thought I, this, <clears throat> I could really be successful. Yes. And then uh, my health caught up with me. And at first I had some aches and pains, and then it really hit me like a ton of bricks one day where I went out to my car to drive home after another 16-hour marathon at the office, and my hand was shaking like this, both my hands. My hands were shaking so bad, I, I literally, I could not get into my car to drive home. And I thought, okay, there's something wrong here. I, I didn't panic at first. I figured, well, I'll go to the doctors. The doctors will take care of it. They'll know what to do. So long story short, three years of intensive conventional treatment. I didn't get better. I got worse. And so I was in, it got so bad. I was in so much pain. I had to move in with my parents because there were a lot of days I was in so much pain. I couldn't even cut, cut and eat my food. I needed help eating. And so uh, after three years of intensive therapies and treatments, the doctors gave up on me. I'll never forget the day. It was in 1998. I finally got in to see the head doctor at Curlin Job, which mm -hmm. is the big physical therapy clinic in LA where, you know, I'm like literally next to Olympians and professional athletes, right, for my therapies. Yes. And I figure this guy will know what to do, right? This guy's like one of the best doctors in the world. And I go in and he's kind of looking at my charts and he goes, well, son, I'm sorry, but there's nothing I or any doctor can do. You're never going to be out of pain and you'll never be able to go back to work. And I was dumbfounded. I'm like, what? Yes. And the last thing he said before I, got, before I left his office was, he said, tell me, son, is there someone that can take care of you until you die? No. And so, uh, and I was 27 years old. And he put me on permanent disability and essentially sent me home to die. Uh, right around the same time, my partners lost patience with me. At that point, I could barely work. And so uh, my lifelong best friend took this company I had built up and founded and sold it for millions of dollars behind my back. And, uh, you know, what I call the cherry on the hot fudge Sunday was that uh, my lifelong best friend had also been secretly dating the woman that I was crazy in love with. Oh, my God. God. So it was, you know, it was truly a dark night of the soul where everything mm -hmm. just goes wrong all at once. Yes. But I didn't panic. Uh, I had a friend say, hey, Brent, you know what? We got to get you into positive thinking. Yes. Because when life's got you down, positive thinking is what can turn it around. And so long story short, I spent about a year as this gung-ho positive thinking warrior. I went to the weekend seminars and I danced on the stage and high-fived my friends and vision boards and power words on the wall and mm -hmm. mantras and masterminds and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't get better. I got worse. And after that, I turned to alternative medicine because I thought, hey, maybe the doctors gave up on me. Maybe this alternative stuff could help. Yes. So long story short, I spent five years as a professional patient. All I did was I lived on total disability, right, in my parents' extra room, running around to different things. And I did acupuncture and herbs and chiropractic and cranial sacral and osteopathy. And I did all these cleanses and special diets and you know, I did Reiki healing and yoga mm -hmm. and Pilates, and I had all these magnets and electric stems and sonic stimulators and you name it. I mean, I was doing everything, but all the while racking up a huge amount of debt. 
And you know, long story short, I didn't get better, I got worse. Uh, in 2003, I agreed to have an experimental surgery. I found a doctor who thought, hey, you know, I've got, I've got a treatment for this. And so uh, when I woke up from the surgery, instead of being cured of my pain, I woke up and my right arm was frozen like this. I couldn't move it at all. And so that was really rock bottom. Yes. And I couldn't move my arm. Uh, I could no longer drive my car. I needed help getting dressed, using the restroom. It was, it was really a nightmare. And it was then, it was several months later, that uh, my, my Aunt Lauren told me about her friend Terry. And Terry did some kind of crazy woo-woo new age healing thing, right? I thought she was kind of nuts. But I figured, heck, I'm desperate. I'll try anything at this point. Yes. So again, long story short, I went to see Terry. She spent about an hour with me telling me about the power of the subconscious mind and doing this kind of woo-woo block clearing thing and asked me a lot of questions about my childhood and, you know, God and my parents and my best friend and everything I'd been through. And I'm like, okay, lady, you know, it's all well and good to talk about your feelings, but that's not actually why I'm here, right? I'm here because I'm in terrible pain. I've been sent home to die by the doctors and my arm is paralyzed, right? And I didn't see what it, that had anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of our, our, our session, she kind of went back and kind of went into a trance for a minute because this is all done with the mind. There's no hands-on stuff. There's no supplements or machines or anything like that. And she's just sitting in her chair, like meditating. And about a minute later, something popped in my elbow. And I was like, oh my God, I could move my arm again. And so that's the, the long answer to the question. Uh, you know, how does an MIT trained software engineer, video game web developer become a healer? Well, you know, I had a health crisis, left me on disability for almost a decade. And then I experienced a miracle. And so that was a huge turning point, of course. I was like, wow, there really is something to all this stuff, right? This can really work. And so I went on a mission and I wanted to figure it out. I knew there had to be a code or a sequence to it, a formula. Mm-hmm. And what I found was this, there's a lot of incredible people out there, healers, intuitive, spiritual teachers that can do some amazing things. But for almost all of them, it's based on some gift or natural talent they have. Most of them don't really understand what it is they're doing or how they do it. And so I spent about 10 years on a journey of research, going to these different teachers and gurus and healers, learning from them and little by little trying to figure out what it was they were doing. Mm -hmm. So I, I want everyone to know I did not have a natural talent as a healer or an intuitive or anything like that. This was all learned. And so what I did have was a great education and background in science and engineering. And so I applied that to just figure out what was going on. And I was able to eventually, I think, crack the code. That there really is a formula for miracles. That there really is a technology to this. And that's what I want to emphasize to everybody. That all this stuff we see in this world, whether we call it law of attraction, energy healing, spiritual power, mind power, uh, it's usually... Uh, taught in kind of a woo-woo, feel-good kind of way. Now, I'm not against that. There's nothing wrong with that. But ultimately, this is just technology. And when you understand the technology, you can harness incredible power. And uh, I can guarantee that in the future, uh, creating miraculous healings will seem totally normal to us because we have the technology. You know, for everybody that's watching this, I guarantee you, you know, you take that uh, phone you got in your pocket, right? You take that in, in, a, in a time machine, go back 50 or 100 years, they would consider it a miracle. Even without a network, your phone is a miracle, isn't it? 
it can calculate, it can, it can record video, it can take pictures, it can do all these things, right? Nowadays, you know, we're, we, it's not that big of a deal. It's like, well, it's just a phone, right? It's just technology. Yes. So I want everyone to know there is, there is technology underneath this. Yes. Uh, another good parallel would be electricity. That, of course, humans have known about electricity for tens of thousands of years, right? Mm -hmm. We watch thunderstorms, we see the lightning, there it is, right? We've all had little static electricity shocks, on a, especially on a dry winter day. So we've known about electricity forever, but it wasn't until the 19th century that we cracked the code on the technology with Maxwell's equations, with uh, Newton and uh, Newton's work leading to, to Maxwell and then especially Tesla and Edison. We figured out the technology and now electricity runs our whole world. And so the power of the mind for healing for law of attraction, for manifesting, for intuition, even for spiritual ascension to enlightenment is ultimately just technology. And that's, that's kind of how I see it. You know, I want to take these, what seem to be often abstract or difficult yes. uh, spiritual teachings and concepts and break it down to, okay, what's going on here? What's really going on? What's the essentials, right? Yes. You know, as they used to say on that old TV show, just the facts, ma'am, right? Yes. That's all I'm interested in, just the facts. I'm an engineer. I'm only interested in what works and what's real. And you know what? I am a, I'm still a skeptic. And I encourage everyone to be skeptical. Because I, I know that sounds funny coming from someone who's a professional faith healer, right? Yes. But everyone yes. should absolutely be skeptical. Hmm. Because there's a lot of people out there selling boxes of hot air. This is true. And I want to this encourage everyone, don't believe anything I'm saying just because I say it. Yes. I encourage you to go have your own experience of it. Go see for yourself, you know, experience it for yourself and make your own decision. I just want to encourage people by giving them opportunities and reference points. Because again, you know, I got into this because I was desperate. You know, if, if three years of conventional treatment or five years of alternative therapy didn't help, I was kind of at the end of my rope. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I had been more open-minded, uh, I would have found this sooner. So I'd say to everybody, be skeptical right? It's important to be skeptical, keep yourself safe, yes. but also be open-minded. Yes. So I think being an open-minded skeptic is really the right way to go. You can kind of get the best of both worlds. I love that. I love that. I personally have always, being a, a Reiki practitioner and a shaman, been very, you know, enthused about the scientifics of things. I mean, there is so much backing scientifically there's you know, a lot of great work that's been done uh greg that. braden's it's done some interesting stuff joe dispenza's done some really fascinating research yes uh you know bruce lipton's work is very well known grant mcfederich so uh, i'm a big fan of those people and it's surprising how many people in this industry have a scientific or technical background yeah it, because it, i think that's what we need to move it forward yes and yes. you know again uh, I, do, I am not a natural healer or intuitive uh, I'm amazed at some of my teachers and colleagues that are. I can't do that stuff, right? I can't talk to God like someone sitting next to me. Mm -hmm. But what I can do is figure out how it all works. And those that are into personality types, uh, there's a, the, the Myers-Briggs, I'm an INTJ, and the INFJs are the ones that are the great channels and intuitives. Yes. And that, that's most of my teachers and colleagues. Yes. But here I am, you know, the thinker, the rational person, the step-by-step -step, to break it down for people. Yes. Because healing, energy healing, clearing the subconscious really can be as simple as one, two, three. Mm -hmm. So that you can learn this step by step 
And with the technology I've created, it's very, very easy. You know, it's, uh, the difference would be, for example, if you, again, if you went back in time 100 years and bought a car, you'd have a heck of a time driving it. For one, you'd have to crank start it, right? Good luck <laughs> yes. with that, right? A lot yes. of people broke their arms or worse. <laughs> then you'd have manual steering, right? Manual brakes, right? Yes, and, and all these things, would. manual transmission. And a hundred years ago, it was tough to drive a car. You had to be young and strong and in good shape, right? It wasn't yes. an easy thing. Nowadays, we have electric starters, right? You just push a button. We have automatic transmissions, power steering, power brakes, navigation mm -hmm. systems. I mean, heck, my car even nags me when I start drifting out of my lane. Yes, yes. Right? That's what they and, do. And so there's a huge jump in technology, isn't there? Yes. But it's still a car. And that's kind of what I've done for energy healing, law of attraction, is I've just tried to make it really easy for people. And you are a gift for us, Brent, because of your background and the way you look at things. And so the research you've made and how you put it out there, I mean, that is such a gift to all of us that don't have that mindset, that are more just the other direction. I, I would love to have you share a little bit about your book, Sure. The Formula for Miracles. It's yeah, it's, uh, it's a three book Amazon. series called uh, uh, yes. The Formula for Miracles, where science reveals the secrets of spirit. So uh, anybody that wants to learn more, there's a lot in the book. You know, you can you can buy it on Amazon, Kindle. I think it's two ninety nine. It's inexpensive. Uh, I also want to give everyone an opportunity to get it for free. So anybody that wants to hop onto my website at awakeningdynamics.com, that's awakeningdynamics.com. There's some fun stuff there. There's a spiritual IQ quiz that a lot of people like. A little box will pop up, just putting your first name and email. And I will send you not only the first book for free, I'm also going to send everybody an invitation to join one of my group block clearing calls. Because, I, again, I don't want to just talk to you about it. I want everyone to experience this for themselves. And we don't have time for that here. Yes. But usually, the you know one, once a month, I do a, a, an evening block clearing call where you can come and I'll teach you how to communicate with the subconscious. And you can actually submit subconscious blocks to get clearing. I also do webinars about once a month where we'll, we have more time than here. I can talk about the techniques and how they work in, in more detail, as well as guide everyone through some hands-on processes. And so I would encourage anyone that's interested, you know, that's a great way to, get deep, to go deeper. And, and all this is totally free because I really want people to get this. I want people to learn this stuff. I want them to experience it. And like I said earlier, don't believe me just because I say it. Go, go try it out. See for yourself. See what happens. Oh, I love this. I love it. What would you say, Brent, when you began that research and studied, what came to you as the, what was the most profound awakening or discovery that you had in your okay. research? Uh, great question. It's, uh, this is something that was right about at the 10-year mark. And so I had been a full-time healer for almost a decade at this point. And I had, I had had a lot of success. I had seen hundreds of miracles happen for my clients. But I was still suffering, even though I had overcome the chronic pain and built a career and had gotten back into shape. And I was dating again. Uh, heck, I even uh, started a family. And, but I was still suffering. So the biggest insight was what I call awakening. And it, it struck me, it was, uh, I had gone to a, a course and I was driving home 
and I stopped at a stop sign and it hit me. And all of a sudden it was like a bolt of lightning went through my body. And I thought, oh my gosh, I get it. I'm not Brent. And so that was what they called a moment of awakening that I had studied for years with, you know, non-duality, Advaita Vedanta, Ramana Maharshi, and, uh, you know, Nisargadatta, and all these great teachers and masters, Yogananda, people like that. I didn't really get it. And, you know, oddly, stopping at that stop sign in Santa Monica, driving home one night, it hit me. And that was really the, the last piece of the puzzle. And that's why I call my system Awakening Dynamics, because so, awakening is the foundation. Now, that's a little yeah. more advanced, yeah. For most people, I wouldn't re recommend starting there, but that's where we're going with this. The, uh, the formula for miracles is really the foundational work. That's the part that's very, very easy to learn. Anybody can learn it one, two, three. Yes. And uh, I can guarantee using this formula, it's very easy. You learn how to access a theta brain state, connect to someone's energy, get out of your ego, and it's very easy. Within a few hours of training, I can turn anybody into a healer. That's all it takes. A few hours, I can teach you how to clear subconscious blocks in seconds, to download new neural pathways into the brain, yes. to do cord cutting, soul fragment retrieval, all this stuff. Literally, each of the takes me maybe an hour to teach people yes. because we have technology, right? You know, when yes. I learned this stuff, there was things I went to year long courses to learn just one of these things. But now we have the technology. It's very fast. It's very easy. <laughs> uh, well, one of the innovations I'm very proud of uh, we, we call them the, the metaphysical macros. You know, don't worry about the name. It's a little bit of geek speak. Uh, well, here, here's how it works. It's pretty simple. Uh, if we look at software on the computer, right? Back in, you know, let's say the 1960s, there wasn't much of a commercial software industry, right? You couldn't just go to the store and buy software. If you wanted software, you had to go write it or hire someone to write it. And so it was difficult and time consuming and expensive. Uh, that's kind of how healing and mind power was when I learned it. Yeah. It was difficult and complex and time consuming and expensive, and you needed a lot of expertise and practice to do it. Nowadays, uh, it, most of the software we want, we can just download off the internet, right? Mm -hmm. You want to play solitaire on your phone? Great. It'll take you like two minutes on the Google store or the Apple store. You'll download the app and you'll be playing solitaire on your phone, right? Yes. Uh, that's what I've done for healing and block clearing and all this stuff. You know, I've literally created these libraries of code that I can download straight into your subconscious mind. And learning to be a healer or to do block clearing um, ma manifestations through the theta state is really, it's almost as easy as downloading a new app onto your phone. And that's one of the keys to the speed that, you know, I guarantee that anybody can develop the skills of a master healer. And we're talking anywhere from a few weeks to a few months. You know, it's not like a seven year process like it was mm -hmm. for me. You know, it took me seven years of full-time research and work to get there. Uh, I can show you, show everyone shortcuts to bring you there much more quickly. Yeah. You know, so, usually three weeks to three months, depending on the person. So basically it's very simple, but yet very powerful. That's the idea. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. We at, have... at least, yes, at least from yeah. the perspective of the user. Yes. Right. You hop into a, you know, a Tesla Model X or whatever. It's a pretty easy machine to drive, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Very easy. Yes. It wasn't so easy to build. But as they say, you don't know, have, to, have to know how to build a car to drive one. And yeah. that's what I want to offer to people is, you know, I've done all this research. I have this huge libraries of code. I just want to download it into you. Oh. You know, I just want to give it to you so you can just, you know, double click and be off and running. Oh, 
This is healing. Healing really can be that easy. This is so amazing and so fantastic. I, I just love it. We we have about four more minutes, Brent. What last words do you want to share with everyone today? What do you want to leave them with? Sure. Um, one to reinforce what I said earlier that ultimately this is technology. There is a code. There's a sequence to it. And uh, you know I've done a lot of research to make it easy for people. I also want everyone to know that I was terrible at this when I started. You know, the first energy healing training I went to, there was probably 100 people there in the room. I was dead last in terms of skill and ability. I was the worst of the worst. I've had several of my teachers tell me, oh my gosh, Brent, you were so bad, I didn't think you'd ever get it. And so I want everyone to know, uh, because it was so hard for me, that's why I can be a great teacher. Mm -hmm. I had to learn all the ins and outs, all the nitty gritty. You know, I have a, a process to help people develop intuition that shortcuts, it will literally take years off your learning curve because it's just technology. If we can get past what we think we know, uh, the whole universe is available to us. And so, you know, if I wanted people to just remember one thing, it's pretty simple, it's this. Uh, you have a choice in life. You can either be right about the things you think you know or you can, you can experience growth and transformation and healing and incredible positive change. Choose carefully because you can't have both. Yes. So whatever you think you know is creating a prison that you live inside. If you're willing to let that go, then you know the sky's the limit. Yes. And honestly, that's the hardest part in all this. It's not learning how to do healings, that's very easy or to access the subconscious or to get to the theta state. You know, I have technology that makes that really easy. The hardest part is believing you can do it. Letting go of our own self-imposed limitations and judgments. If you can do that, the rest is easy. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm just, I'm just so touched. This is so fantastic, Brent. Uh, please share with everyone one more time before we say goodbye, your website. Sure. It's uh, awakeningdynamics.com. Right. So awakeningdynamics.com. Right. So everyone, this show, of course, is available on KKNW, 1150 AM. It's also going to be on YouTube if you want to check it out in video as well. So Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Love, hugs, blessings. Brent, I'm so grateful. Love, hugs, and blessings. I'm oh, just this has been uh, This has been great to be here. I hope we could reach out oh. and touch a couple lives today. Yes, yes. Oh, it's just going to spread to so many. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Are you an athlete who wants to expand on your current sports performance or struggling to regain your athletic abilities following a brain or body injury? Seattle's On Point Performance Neuro Training offers the latest technology and science-based therapies to heal active minds and bodies. Just ask one of their clients who just received an Olympic bronze medal. Stop into their office at 4000 Aurora Avenue North, Suite 208, or find more information at onpointneuro.com. That's onpointneuro.com. Are you looking to learn the beautiful modality of Reiki? Paula Vale, Reiki master and radio host on KKNW, will be coming to Seattle to share with others how life-changing Reiki is. Her two-day level one class will be held at the East West Bookstore. 
For information, go to wellnessinspired.com.